welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 90 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, today we are talking about what to do when things feel hard or difficult in your weight loss journey. I'm going to give you a simple tool uh, that can totally change the experience of hard. Uh, But first, if you're just joining me, I want to introduce myself. I'm Dr. Siobhan Key. I am a family physician and obesity medicine physician. And I am a weight loss coach for physicians with a focus on helping physicians stop emotional or binge eating. So those really difficult eating habits, you know, the ones where you know what you should be doing, but then you keep finding yourself eating the other stuff anyways, that's what I can help you stop. And the great news is I can help you stop doing that for good. So sustainable techniques without relying on willpower. So coaching on emotional eating and binge eating is not about just telling you, well, just stop eating that because we've all heard that and it doesn't work. It's about really figuring out why that behavior is there in the first place and figuring out simple solutions that let you just stop. Now, I know if you've dealt with emotional or binge eating for a long time, that concept of just stop is going to feel a little bit unbelievable. But trust me, it really can be like that. When you really get the underlying reasons why the eating's there and you just do small tweaks at the right spot in that cascade that leads to the eating, then it really can just stop just like that. If you want to find out more and find out if that's something that you would be interested in, head over to my website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and click on the work with me tab. Uh, there's a banner there on the website right now uh, where you can access a wait list for group coaching. So you can put your name on to be notified the next time I open up a group for coaching. Uh, the other option that you have is working with me one-on-one. That means private, uh, confidential, just you and I working together to really dig in and be the most efficient at figuring out what's going on with your eating. Uh, You can find out more information about that on the website as well. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about myself and simplicity. Simplicity is not the default of my brain. (laughs) I've noticed this over the last years that my brain really tends towards making things complicated and likes to... uh, kind of build layers, especially something that I'm interested in. Uh, I'll like be like, okay, I could do that, but then I could do that. And it'll add layers and layers and layers to it. And so simplicity is something I've had to really work intentionally at, because I can make things really complicated and difficult for myself. Uh, If I use an example of like having people over for dinner, uh, 
my I I like to cook and I like having people over so I start to get excited about the things I could make and maybe I could you know add in this and that and and I've had to really work on it because I realized when when my brain gets in the way and it makes things overly complex it feels fun in that moment for that not everything that my brain makes complex feels fun but what I realized is it actually it makes then that whole day kind of stressful it was making me a bit irritable with the kids because it'd get in my way while I was trying to make these complex things. And I realized it didn't actually make that big of a difference to the meal with the friends. So those extra layers of complexity didn't actually change the outcome. Like, yes, it made a good meal, but I can also make a really good meal that's a lot simpler if I put my mind to it. Um, and so what I want to talk to you today is about applying that concept to weight loss. So when we're trying to lose weight, it's really easy to make it complex. And we've actually been taught that it's complex. We've been taught that it's hard. We've probably ingrained those thoughts about uh, losing weight from our past attempts, from things we've learned through our life, from what we've seen around us. And so most of us, when we go into losing weight, we walk into it with this feeling of it's going to be hard and it's going to take work. And what I want to pose to you is, what if that wasn't true? What if it could be simple? What if weight loss could just be simple? What if losing weight was no harder than what you're doing right now? Now I want you to sit with that for a little bit and see what comes up in your mind, because I suspect you're your mind is going to have some thoughts about that and it's going to reject it for a lot of you and say, well, that's impossible. If it was simple, I would have done it. But here's the thing is we haven't been taught to let it be simple. So it, the fact that it has never felt simple for you doesn't mean it can't be simple. It just means we've never been taught it. So that's fantastic. And definitely when I've worked through this simplicity stuff on my own, uh, definitely losing weight is a place where I really work on it. And I can tell you, I've personally experienced it where uh, I get into a state. um, And I think a lot of you probably have because a lot of people that work with me or um, a lot of my obesity medicine patients do mention that they have had times where uh, it just feels simple and they don't really know why. Uh, And then all of a sudden it won't feel so simple. Uh, And so for myself, definitely, I know when everything's aligning and all the thought work and all the extra things outside of what I actually eat that I do to work on uh, to maintain my weight, uh, I know when they're working when it just feels simple. It feels like eating the healthy food, eating the food that helps me lose weight or maintain my weight is actually just as easy or maybe even easier than eating other stuff. That's when I know I'm kind of in the sweet spot or the flow. I like to think of it like flow, that concept where you just have momentum and it doesn't feel like there's much resistance and you're just doing what you need to do uh, without a lot of thought and without a lot of drama. And let me tell you, if you've never experienced that in your weight loss, when you find that, it is so fantastic. It is such a different feeling from that struggle that we're used to. Um, And I think it is really worthwhile searching for and reaching for and seeing if you can obtain it. Uh, Even if right now you feel that you don't, and if you don't even have evidence that it's possible for yourself, I think it's still worthwhile looking for it. So let's talk about what makes 
uh, weight loss hard? Why, why do we have this concept that weight loss is hard or difficult? Um, and I think it's worthwhile kind of looking, like looking under the rocks and go, okay, why is this? And you may all have different reasons. If you start looking under the own, your own rocks in your weight loss history, you may find different answers about why weight loss feels hard. But again, it's worthwhile looking because that awareness of what's there, that awareness of um, why you have this thought that it has to be hard uh, will help you then shift to let it be more simple. So we have these preconceived ideals about what weight loss should look like. And I want you to ask yourself where yours came from. Think back to the first time you thought about what weight loss should look like and what it should feel like. I can tell you mine was in the 80s <laughs> growing up. So that would be like uh, my mom's, I remember she had an exercise video. I don't think she ever watched it. Of You know, the classic 80s and the leotard with the shiny tights and doing all this exercise and telling you you're going to lose weight, which of course we know doesn't work. Um, and then all the thoughts about fat. I was, you know, kind of growing up through my childhood and teenage years when all the fat phobia came in. And um, I remember really distinctly thinking, um, you know, this, all this bread, <laughs> my mom used to made homemade bread. So I ate a lot of it each day. All this bread is super healthy because it's low fat. And, you know, candy's a good option because it's low fat. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember having those thoughts. And the then when I got old enough where I felt I needed to lose weight, now we can argue whether or not I actually did, because of course that started when I was a teenager, like for a lot of us, um, it felt like I had to just really restrict. And I think the place that came from, like, where was I getting information about how to lose weight? Probably teen magazines, probably like 17 and teen were the magazines I used to read then. And that's probably the places where, number one, I probably... Um, got the idea that I should lose weight. And number two, got the idea of how it would happen. And it never felt like it was something easy. Moving into like my university years where I probably did need to lose weight, where I had gained weight um, and doing Weight Watchers, it felt like something I really had to focus on. I really had to um, stay attuned to. I had to count things. I couldn't let things slip. If things started to slip and not be counted, then I wasn't doing it right. Um, and so, and then, you know, through more recent years, uh, before I lost the weight that I've lost now, uh, I remember like so much struggle about what it would be like to give up the foods like French fries. What would life be like without that, those French fries and how hard would that be? And I had a lot of preconceived notions that I should be able to eat that, that normal people eat those foods. And so we all have our own preconceived notions and we've all carried it through um, through our life. And it's worthwhile looking at them because maybe they're not true. Like when I now look back at those preconceived notions and the different ways that I thought I was eating healthy and the different ways I thought would help my weight, most of them weren't all that great, to be honest. Uh, some were fine. Like I think Weight Watchers is reasonable and um, it just didn't work for me long term. Uh, others were a little more quacky. <laughs> they weren't really uh, very sustainable options that I tried. Like I remember a chunk of time in junior high where all I brought for lunch was like celery and cheese or something. I don't know. Anyways, um, so look at your own 
uh, preconceived notions about weight, what weight loss should be and why and just question it. That's the whole thing with all this thought work is these thoughts are there whether you look at them or not. And when you don't look at them, they're driving your behavior. When you look at them, they still might drive your behavior a bit, but at least you have awareness of what's behind that behavior. It doesn't feel like it's just coming out of left field. You're aware of it. So pay some time or spend some time and just contemplate where did your thoughts about what weight loss should be like come from? The other thing that leads to weight loss feeling hard is our thoughts. So we literally do think thoughts like weight loss is hard. Like I just mentioned, I definitely had thoughts that not eating French fries would be hard. It would be difficult. It would be a struggle. I would really have to fight hard to not do that. And like we've talked about with the thought model, thoughts become self-fulfilling prophecies. So if you're thinking a thought your brain will then find evidence to support that thought. So if you're thinking weight loss is going to be hard, if you think it's going to be a struggle, uh, if you think that you have good evidence that it always is a struggle, all of those thoughts will point your brain towards finding evidence to support them. And then they will become more true. And so your experience will be that weight loss is hard. It will be that it is a struggle. Alternatively, later in this episode, we're going to talk about other ways to think about it. And it works the other way too. So Uh, If you think thoughts how weight loss is simple, uh, that will help support that belief. And then your brain will go to work finding evidence of why it can be simple. And then it'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy that will actually work for you. And I love this topic because it's just so simple. (laughs) We're talking about simplicity and the topic itself is simple. And it's, you know, there's not a lot of drama attached to it. It's just a very simple switch in your thoughts, and yet it can totally, incredibly change your weight loss journey. Other things that make weight loss feel hard is memories of our past attempts. So most of us standing at this point have tried to lose weight multiple times. And a lot of those times may not have been successful, or some of them that may have been successful, we may feel a sense of failure because of some weight gain that's happened, uh, which as we've talked about in previous episodes is normal and there's lots of reasons why that happens but we stand here at this attempt to lose weight at this attempt to maintain weight or whatever we're doing with the baggage of all those previous attempts and again those might be making us have thoughts about this current uh, weight loss journey that's not going to serve us it's actually going to make it harder or make it feel more like a struggle so recognizing okay what baggage do I carry from my past attempts What baggage is there that's just becoming this reoccurring cycle that I need to just let go of? So, you know, I hear this lots with people I work with in that, you know, you want to lose weight, but you know that you always regain the weight would be a common baggage from previous attempts. You want to lose weight, but you know that, you know, you can maintain a diet for, say, two or three weeks, and then you fall off the diet. That's a common thing that I hear. Um, You want to lose weight, but you just can't stop eating sugar uh, would be another common one. So there's all these things that are like baggage. And really, when we look at them, they're thoughts about our previous attempts. They're the way our brain has perceived those previous attempts. And what I want to pose to you is that those thoughts are optional, just like all other thoughts, even if they feel super, super factual, they're still optional. You don't have to think those thoughts. 
you can choose something different to think about your past attempts. You can think that, you know, you were the ones where you lost weight, you were successful. You just haven't figured out the maintenance piece yet. That feels so much better and so much less difficult than anytime I lose weight, I always regain it. Um, so looking at what baggage are you bringing from your past attempts and do you want that baggage or do you want to reframe it now? Because at any point in your life, you can reframe anything, uh, which is awesome. Um, the other thing that makes weight loss hard is perfectionism. That real black and white thinking where we think that we're only doing it well enough if things are happening in a certain way, that we're only doing it well enough if the scale is moving with a certain rate of speed, that we're only doing it well enough if we are like on our plan 100%, even when the scale's moving. There's so many different ways that the perfectionism and black and white thinking sneak in that end up making the weight loss journey feel harder. Like the example of, you know, feeling we're only doing it well enough if we're completely perfect with our plan, even when the scale's already moving, is a really interesting one. So if what you're doing is working in that you're seeing weight loss, but then you feel like you're not 100% on your plan, even though you're losing weight, that can be easy to beat yourself up about and make that weight loss kind of um, undermine the weight loss or uh, make the process feel harder because even though you're losing weight, you're spending time beating yourself up. There's so many different ways that this comes up. So ask yourself, where is my black and white thinking? Where am I putting perfectionism in this weight loss process that it actually is making it harder? I can't really think of places where perfectionism actually makes things easier or simpler. Often perfectionism slows you down or makes you stuck because uh, having to have things perfect often means that you don't you don't get started or you get kind of stopped partway through because you perceive that things aren't perfect. So look at it and and pay attention. You know, even if you think you're not a perfectionist, uh, being a physician in general, we are type A personalities. So there's usually some elements of it. Like I could tell you that I'm not a perfectionism or perfectionist. uh, And there's a lot of areas in my life that I'm not, but there are areas that I am, I'm recognizing as I get older, I have fairly high ideals about what I should be doing and how things should be done. Uh, that I don't think I would have recognized years ago. The other thing that can make weight loss hard is other people's opinions. So there you are working on your own weight loss. You've done some research. You've worked on figuring it out. You've come up with a plan that you think is going to work for you. And maybe you're actually feeling good and you're losing weight. And then all of a sudden these doubters start talking to you. You know, your your parents, your friend start telling you that they don't think you should do it that way or this way's better or you know what, you've been so good, why don't you have this? There's so many ways that other people's opinions can get in our way. And I think with this, recognize them, watch for them, watch what your response is to other people's opinions, watch what it kind of conjures up in you. But recognize that other people's opinions don't make you feel a way a certain way. It's your thoughts about other people's opinions. So when somebody says something to you, you get to choose what you think about that. So you can think, oh my gosh, they might be right. I might be killing myself with this, Um, which is, (laughs) I bring that up because that's a common thing that comes up when people are doing keto. Other people want to comment on it and say, you know, you're probably going to die from that. Um, 
which interestingly, people don't tend to comment when you're eating a bag of fast food to say, hey, you're probably going to die from that. It's when you're eating meat and some cheese and vegetables that people want to comment, which is interesting. But you get to decide what you want to think about those comments. So between the person's comment and how you feel is your thoughts about their comment. And so you can decide that maybe they know better than you, or you could decide that you actually are probably the best person to make decisions for yourself, that you know yourself in a way that nobody else does. And you know your body, you know what's happened when you tried to lose weight in the past, you know the research you've done about what you're, how you're choosing to lose weight this time, and that you're the best person to figure that out. So what I want to pose to you, we have all the ways that weight loss is difficult and all the things that make weight loss difficult. And what I want to pose to you is that really it comes down to asking better questions. So when we think that things are difficult on all those examples I just gave you, really what they are is we're telling our brain things. We're telling ourselves things about what weight loss would be. Or we're letting other people tell us things about what weight loss is. Uh, so it's almost like a form of judgment on weight loss, where our thoughts are judging how weight loss will be. But when you tell yourself something in your thoughts, then as we've talked about, like it just, that becomes the truth. Your brain assumes that as fact. Uh, and it's almost like you kind of hit a wall. You don't go any further. Your brain doesn't try to problem solve it beyond that. If you say, it's really hard to lose weight and it's going to be a real struggle, your brain just says, mm, it's really hard to lose weight. It's going to be a real struggle and stops there. It, it doesn't do any problem solving for you to try to figure out how to make that not true because it believes that that is 100% true. So the key to changing this is to ask better questions. So instead of telling yourself stuff, you need to ask yourself questions. Uh, so if things are feeling hard or complex, a really good question to ask is, how could this be simple? Now, I told you that this was a simple topic, but it really can be that simple. Ask yourself when you're doing something that feels like it's going to be hard, how could this be simple? Um, the other way to ask it is if this were simple, what would I do? So your brain's assuming it's going to be hard. But if you ask that question, if this were simple, what would I do? It shifts your brain into problem solving to think about it as simple and to come up with some solutions and problem solving. Another way to frame it is how could I let this be easy? So I'm going to say those questions again, because I think they're really useful. And I want you to try and remember them. One is, how could this be simple? Two is, if this were simple, what would I do? And three is, how could I let this be easy? And any of those questions will work. You can just choose the one that you feel works best for you and use it. And so when you're feeling like things are going to be hard or complex, or you feel like it's going to be a struggle, ask yourself, how could this be simple? How could I let this be easy? and see what you come up with. And I, what I'd hope is you may actually start coming up with options that you never even thought of. So we have kind of tunnel visions of how things should be and how the best way to do things. But when we start asking these questions, it lets our brain look outside of that tunnel 
And often we come up with solutions that we didn't even see the first time around, but that might actually work better long term. Um, and, you know, you might just find a different way of looking at it that could change your whole life. Think about that. And again, that may sound like a exaggeration or a hyperbole, but honestly, I really think that is possible that some of these things, if you just ask yourself, how can I let this be simple and let your brain go to work doing the problem solving for you, uh, you can come up with solutions that could change a lot. Like just imagine how life-changing it was if you just never, ever thought that weight loss was hard. If you just always had confidence that you could do it and it would be simple whenever you decided to do it, uh, that's pretty life-changing. Just think with work. Um, you know, I've used this in lots of different things, uh, like getting notes done at the end of the day. I've been on both sides of the uh, canyon on that one where, you know, I've had months and long chunks of time where it felt like getting notes done after a busy office day was one of the most difficult things I could do. And uh, all these um, consult letters or referral letters I had to get out and all this made it difficult. And then I've been on the other side where if I just let it be simple, if I just do my notes simply and not overly verbose, but adequate and not let my brain embroil itself in all the drama about the notes, it can just be simple. And I can finish my day essentially on time with notes done, feeling pretty simple, like not having a whole bunch of pent up drama through the day, like what I used to. For the example I used at the start of this episode of having people over for dinner, if I let it be simple, I can still create a really delicious dinner that everybody enjoys, but have, you know, time during the day to actually enjoy the kids or relax when my friends show up for the dinner instead of being in a bit of a frazzle and just trying to get everything done. And nobody else would know that I let it be simple. It's just me that notices that. And I think the same is true for a lot of other things. If you worry, if you let it be simple, people will think you're not measuring up. I don't think people will notice like in your notes, or if you're working on a place like that, letting things be simple. I don't think other people notice when you let it be simple. They'll just notice that you're getting your notes done and they might not be. They won't notice anything's changed with the actual note. So think about that. See where you can apply this. What areas of your life could you let things be simple? What areas could you just let go of the difficulty, let go of the complexity, let go of the struggle and let it be simple? Send me an email and tell me which areas you're deciding to let be simple because I'd be really interested in hearing. So send it to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. I'd love to hear from you. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you could leave a review. I know it takes time, but I really appreciate all the reviews that are left. It helps a podcast get found. And if you're enjoying it, make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening so that you get all the new episodes as soon as they're released and share it. There's lots of people out there that deal with this emotional eating and binge eating that would benefit from finding this podcast. And I appreciate everybody who shares it. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you later. Bye.